All right. Hello, everybody that is listening post live. Uh, this is the Into Final Space podcast. We're doing a live AMA with the Olin Rogers. Uh, I am very grateful also to my mods, Tiny and Dan, who will be joining me today. Uh, and we're going to hop right into it by going ahead and dragging all these wonderful folks <laughs> that are in our general chat uh, into the studio. So uh, and thank you so much, Olin, for, for joining us. Absolutely. All right, let's get some folks in here. <laughs> the dings of Discord. <laughs> yeah, so while we get this all set up uh, and get everybody in here, um, so how this is gonna work is we're gonna we're gonna have everybody in the chat uh, and we're gonna bounce back and forth between those in our queue asking questions and then we have some written questions from those who either don't have a mic, couldn't attend, uh, or a little nervous, uh, etc. And uh, yeah, so uh, since Tiny's and Dan are helping us out, uh, they're gonna get to ask questions first, and then we'll hop down the list. Um, but yeah, I think we have just about everybody in here nice so yeah i think that's come on i believe so yeah all right hello everyone hello <laughs> they yeah. all unmute their mic <laughs> and uh thank you everybody for joining us today so to start us off uh once again since uh tenny's is helping us out today uh she has the floor to to ask the first question Oh, um, hi. Uh, Hello. Um, how are you? Like, this is this is honestly my question. Um, <laughs> how are you? Like, um, I know you've been sh uh, juggling a lot of stuff, like Final Space and the Lions Blaze. So, um, and you know this whole quarantine thing. I just want to yeah. know if you're doing all right. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy. Uh month two months i don't even know what i don't even know how many months have passed since the thing has started but uh obviously the tornado wiping out my soda shop was the the beginning of this nice quarantine uh this is the cherry on top for me um so i mean i think with that in the quarantine and just kind of like your whole life getting disrupted i'm, I'm doing relatively okay um i guess you know people have it way worse you know, so I mean, right now I'm I'm able to to go get groceries and and you know pay rent. So I mean, I'm 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 uh doing okay, and and you know I get to keep working on space, and that's that's something uh, a luxury that a lot of people don't really have right now with with having a job, and uh, just really lucky, really lucky to have that going on. But uh, yeah, I mean it's I'm holding up as good as as good as you can, you know, because it's like even. It, even last week was like, it just, it's a mental game. Like you are your worst enemy when it comes to, um, this quarantine, you know? Cause it's like, if, if you go to a, a negative spot, it's just, you just start kind of unraveling at the seams. You just got to stay positive. And I've been working out <laughs> for, the past, for the past seven weeks. And it's like, my body hurts, but it's like, the only place that I can put my, you know, frustration into right now. So 
It's good. I'm doing good. I hope you I hope you're doing good. I hope everybody's doing good. Um lots of video games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're I've, doing well. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um they, uh thank you for uh, uh dealing with um my Twitter head asterisk, if you will. Um Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you if you know, but like it is Oh my god. <laughs> um <laughs> You. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> oh, it's all great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's all good. Um, okay, um, let's go on to the next question. Who will be coming from Candy? Well, hold on. We're gonna jump to a written question, then we're gonna jump into. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Coolio. Great. All right. Um. So these are some questions we had from folks who could not join us. Um, so from Lopjing, uh, is there any chance there ever be a Final Space video game? Uh, I actually... Sorry, my alarm went off. The worst alarm in the world. Um, I talked to a guy in, like, South Korea who is, like, the biggest fan of Final Space in the world. Like, he was, like... He was like, I want to make like a VR game of this. And I've been trying to track down the rights. Um, and then uh, apparently one of the executives on Final Space was getting like a, a Final Space shooter made or something like a like a like a VR game made. And but I hadn't heard anything about it. So I don't really know. I mean, I I know it's it's gonna happen at some point. Um I really want this guy in South Korea to make it because um, I would help him out. I'd voice it. I'd get Kochi to do some voices and stuff and just kind of like do whatever we have to do to, you know, let him make an awesome game. Cause he, he, he's a genuine fan, you know? And I think if you get a genuine fan to, to make something, it, it usually turns out pretty good. Um, when it comes to, to games, I don't, I don't know if necessarily movies, but, but games for sure, but it's close. Cool. All right, um, now we can get into our queue. Yeah, so we got a list of folks going, uh, and... Candy will be first. Candy's first, so yeah, let's get Candy's in here. Let me unmute you. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, unmute. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so who in the team squad would be first to break during quarantine? Oh, man. Well, Gary's prepared for it. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would probably have to think uh, somebody that's not used to it. You know, I'll probably say Avocado. Be the first person. Easily. Easily. Little Cato's prepared. Gary's prepared. Avocado's at the beach protesting the, the yeah. lockdown. Yep. That's Avocado. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, let's move to a, another written question. Um, of course, it threw me back down the list. Awesome. All right. Um, so I, I don't know if you can say anything about this, um, but someone's asking if you could reveal any sort of information about Ventrexia. Um, I mean, there, I don't know what information I could even reveal about it. I mean, 
it's, it, it'll definitely you'll definitely get to see it in season three um in some form of fashion so i i think just ready for that i mean it's the the cool thing about it is that it's the avocado kind of little cado of it all it's it's this is the beginning of like a, a multiple series arc happening in this season and so while you'll see a little bit of it this season if there is a season four hopefully that'd be awesome um you would see a lot of it in season four but that's that's kind of the hope it's uh it's kind of a very like uh big warrior class planet so we'll see a little bit of it for sure <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, and that was our, our question from Finn. Uh, Tiny's, who do we have next? Commander Bot. What's up? Commander Dava, thank you. Oh, I heard... Oh, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Um, I wanted to ask, what inspired the character Kevin? Uh, Kevin was always kind of meant just to be... Uh... Kind of like the the negative Gary's positive, so it, <laughs> it was always kind of meant to be somebody that just drives him insane. And uh, I don't even know what the inspiration was before. I know a lot of people say like, was it claptrap? And which I love claptrap, but that person never entered my brain <laughs> when I kept. <laughs> r2d2 and then i was like okay but what's the fun version of that and but i didn't really expect for gary to over annoying but yeah kevin is uh that's kind of what kevin was just an r2d2 flying r2d2 that um was meant to be the negative to gary's positive okay thank you yeah yeah yeah, thanks. Um, let's see. Let's get another question. Um, where did the uh, from Pedro? Uh, where did the Ventrexian idea come from? Um, Ventrexian idea. I guess it's just the the character, right? Yeah, the I guess the the the, the race of cats. It was it was really kind of a. I think I've told this story a couple times, but. It, Essentially, it was uh, back way when when we were trying to do the proof of concept, and I was kind of working up like all the characters. I knew I had Gary, I had Kevin, I had Hugh, um, but I didn't. I was like, I, he needs a best friend, you know, like it's somebody that's like it, it's cooler. And I remember Cote was with me because that summer we were doing a lot of events, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, man, what what if you have like a." cat bounty hunter <laughs> I was like i was like that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard i'm not doing that i'm not i'm not making a cat bounty hunter and he was like dude it's so cool Come avocado fucking and then i do it and Really, it's it's. I give it to Cote on that one. He's the one, the character in my brain. So, um, and Alhado yeah, because Olin is Avo. That's where Alhado because that's his. Yeah. 
You're you're mm. cutting out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're cutting out. <laughs> I'm cutting out. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit much. No. It's that, it's that my, quarantine uh... internet. Look at you. Time. <laughs> I mean, we are with like almost fifty people in the voice chat. It could have a tiny factor into yeah, this whole. Maybe. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. It seems I mean... like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, uh. Our other mod Dan is here. Dan, do you have a question before we before we continue chugging along? Yeah. Um, oh no, I haven't. I just got from work. I haven't prepared something. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we can come, we can come back. Uh, yeah, please do that. <laughs> uh, Tiny, who do we have up next in the queue? Did Olin finish answering the question? Yeah. The, well, oh, I mean, so. what it was it was avocado. I mean, it was it was just Koti. Koti was the inception of, of, of all of that. <laughs> Um, all right, next in the queue is Chintera. If you can find him. Oh. <laughs> I guess she's not in the... You see, I don't see her. Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> she's on the bottom. Oh. She? Oh, there she is. Yeah, I found her. <laughs> Could you unmute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. Uh... Yeah, Chinzera. If oh, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> she's not server muted. No, yeah. I think she's muted herself. Yeah. Panic. Is this the moment where we panic? <laughs> um. Okay. If she sees that, then um. Yeah, we can. Mm. We can always come back to her. She might be away from her keyboard. Yeah. 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 So yeah, let's sure. go. Who else is? Who is next? Uh, Mick Shorty. Hey. Oh, Wait, she can't unmute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh. Uh oh. Indeed. Uh oh. Uh, we'll look into it. Uh, how about we move on, and I'll look into it. Try uh, to get it to uh, work. Perfect. Cool. Uh, Mick Shortsy, you're next. Oh, no. All right, hello everyone. Let me just quickly say I'm sorry for the background noises. My sister is next to me. Just, <laughs> just let you know that. <laughs> You're all right. I, um, this may sound a little complicated. I'm sorry if I stutter a little bit, but cool. I was just gonna ask, like, if you like, how should I, how should I word this? Like, if you weren't like doing like TV related stuff, like animations, like directing, like stuff like that, is there like anything else that you would do or like look into? Like, I guess. Um, I don't even know. I mean, I I've been dabbling in in doing stand up a little bit, but. I don't know if that's going to be a uh, continuing career after this coronavirus. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've always kind of had an interest in cooking in a weird way, be like a, a, a chef, you, you know, I was, I was kind of like that. Um, I don't know. It's, I've never thought about any, doing anything else, but if I had to pick something, one of those two. I, I feel like you could do stand up. I'm going to be honest. It's you can just go on the camera and just exaggerate eating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, spring rolls, right? You know. Yeah. Mm. Boy, I am good at making spring rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You better. Yeah. Uh, I got my expectations set up. Now I want some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do a, another written question. Um. Oh, I see a fun one. Do you mind if I uh, ask one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
Wait, I lost it. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> um, the, the question basically was, um, how can you keep creative in a time like this, especially during the quarantine? And if you have any methods, any tips would be appreciated. I think it was by Boom. Uh, yeah, here it is. What changed between the original Gary Space that led to the show we have and how do you start creative in this period, especially in this period of time? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think the the staying creative aspect, it's, uh, I think it's, it's a lot of people kind of find creativeness in, in weird spots. And I think with this, I've kind of used every environment every emotion it for the show you know and i've kind of just collected how i feel and i put it in the show you know that's kind of like i think how most artists and musicians kind of do is they just kind of take their pain and frustration and just zeroed in, in into the uh the art that they're making and in a weird way a quarantine kind of or our cast in you know our team our team squad is in season three they're stuck they're trying to get out of final space and and you know they're fighting for survival and stuff like that it's very you know linear to what we're doing now you know so i think if anything you just kind of pull from your environment and you let it just kind of filter through you and make it a part of your therapy you know just kind of like how do you how do you cope with such a strange thing happening to you it's like well hey i can use that for you know these characters so i think it's it's just kind of got a pull from your environment but i also think it's uh from the the proof of concept to this point um i mean i think in a weird way I look back on all the seasons I, I look at season one and the only thing that i felt the first thing I came to LA was just loneliness. And I, and I think it, that leaked into the entire show. Everybody was just kind of lonely and uh, kind of wanting to be around each other. And they, they formed this little, you know, team at the end. And then in season two, you kind of felt if you watch it, like you'll feel the battle that went on of just trying to keep that vision alive. So it's like, it's, it's, each season, even in that proof of concept, you know, where that came from, um, that just felt like it was, it was kind of just me, the last chance, you know, like this was like my last chance to do something cool. And so every time I, what I feel, I always put it into everything that I do. Um, and that usually kind of helps shape what the season is. And I didn't plan on the quarantine thing, but that really <laughs> helped. Um, <laughs> would have been a shocker it, if you did i mean it, it it helped the scripts immensely because the last like i think three scripts uh, like konico who who's the producers on the show and um hawk are just keep saying like, these are getting really really good like it's their favorite episode each one of the thing and it feels like we're going slightly mad like because <laughs> we're just like in so many stores right now but every script that we're turning into them, it's, it's like, because we're both feeling, holy crap, we're, we're just kind of like feeling the weight of what this is. And we want to get out, you know, like, like we want to go do something, but we can't. So it's like, it's kind of the, uh, it's good fuel for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think we've seen a lot of that across a lot of creatives is just 
trying to find the uh, the advantageousness of uh, of being stuck inside, and uh, I think you're yeah. doing a really good job with that. Um, yeah, especially. Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Go ahead. It's definitely it's definitely affecting just working remotely. It's you can see it affecting all of us. I mean, there's even one who I, I won't agree that but just had to take a mental health day you know and it's like it's it's i think it's okay to do that now because it's like i feel it <laughs> it's like i was like geez but it's like you don't really process what's going on because this has never happened before, you know right. so you you uproot somebody's life and you want to stay home because you want to keep all these you know healthcare workers you know one strong and and they don't want to overwhelm them and and all that. And it's at the same time, you, you don't want to feel selfish, you know, but at sometimes he's like, you got to take it for yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the eternal struggle that I think everyone's kind of going through right now is that everybody wants to take a day for themselves, but they, they don't want to feel selfish. And I think it's like, sometimes it's okay to be a little selfish. You can take a day for yourself. It's two months. Just go, I don't know, go for a walk or I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Talking to uh, a Devo, he was he was in the arts, trucking along pretty good. But you know, with part of them here and then uh, Yael out in in Israel, it's that that's been difficult with the whole time figuring everything yeah. out. Um, but yeah, it's it's impressive that you guys are you know really trucking ahead and keeping everything going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I hopefully can keep. And keep doing this for what it, however long it it uh, it goes on. And from what I've heard, even the animation, I, I don't think there's going to be any delays. So I think it's luckily we were able to have an animation show and be in a process right now where we're still scripting and boarding. So we're able to kind of keep that momentum going. But I mean, we definitely the effects and technology, and it's it's like it's yeah. It's it's definitely you know you're you know, um, so it's it's definitely a challenge for sure. All yeah. right. Um, um, I guess let's do another, another question. Question. Uh, yeah. Up next is Shintaro. I think they figured it out. Cool. Um, you can unmute now. Wait, opening her again. And otherwise, we'll just talk, ask her the question via us. Um, oh. Okay, we'll get back to her again next up. <laughs> it's okay. Next up is Color Mix. Color Mix. Uh, woke up color? way early Can for this, understand? so... <laughs> It's a mix of colors. Oh yeah, color mix. It's like 4 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Some people oh, wow. here. It's uh... color mix. Or maybe she color mix. It's one lovely mix of colors, isn't it? Ah, sorry. What's up? <laughs> oh, thanks for joining Hello. us. Hello. Okay, so wait, is this where I start? I'm so sorry. I'm like so yeah. absorbed. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay, so I'm a big fan of the 2016 pilot, and oh, yeah. I just wanted to know, back in season one, you said that the pilot was canon to the show, but I wanted to know, like, in what way? Could you get into specifics or, like, 
I think it's hard to see right now without giving too much away, you know? But ultimately, it's it's you got to think about it as almost like Nightfall, you know? She's, yes. she's been able to kind of go back in time and essentially refix stuff. And technically, if if she went back in time multiple times, that could be a failed attempt. You should have been. Yeah. Where she died, Gary, you know, it's it's one of those timelines that she would have technically came back in traffic and then went on to the next one. So it even though that Gary's still alive for however long in that little spance, he could technically, you know, he's going to end up dying no matter what. Um each story, there's like multiple different versions of the story, but we're in the last iteration of it on Final Space, essentially. That's really cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, Chintera, can you finally speak? Yeah, and thank you, Color, for for coming on and joining us Thanks. so early. Right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've been kind of caught up on getting Chintera to work. Like, this is my new life goal right now. <laughs> You're good. All right, uh, Chinter, are you you ready to ask your question? I mean, Damn it! Okay, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Um, we can uh, go on to a written question while yeah. they're cool um, setting Let's up. See. Uh, that, the next written question is from the lost it. Oh, I found Stopey it. Dog. Stopious dog. Um, how did you come up with the idea of Final Space? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think this is another question I've, I've probably have, uh, answered a few times, and it uh, it's really just kind of the that had very kind of that early tsunami vibe to it, um, but also just had this interconnecting story, and it was big and it was cinematic. Um, because I just remember watching, you know, Dragon Ball Z and Reboot and just being so glued to those, to that TV, just watching the story unfold. I just loved it. I loved that feeling of, of watching cartoons. And I hated the feeling of watching a rerun. That's that's the one thing I hated. I, hate, I hated feeling like I was watching the same episode over and over again. For example, like a Scooby-Doo or um a smurfs you know like every time that came out i was like ah come on you know like i've seen this episode so i I think it was it was that but also just kind of you know all the movies that i grew up with in in the scythe love for sci-fi i mean i think it's i i tried my best to kind of put that into uh the show for sure yeah and uh i I think final space is one of the things that we we already like is you know, not watching the same episode over and over again, but it it evolves. There's all these different subplots that play into uh, how the characters develop and how they work, um, the relationships that grow uh, kind of throughout. Um, this is just one thing that Final Space does, I think, better than, you know, most other adult TV, sh- adult cartoons out there. Um, but yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I think most people would agree with me <laughs> in this chat. Um, but yeah, uh, let's hop on over to 
the next person in our queue. Uh, Tiny Studio. Mad Maddie, right? Yeah. I'm just I'm just trusting you on the queue. I jump in later. No, you're good. Um, I'm gonna. Um, Shintara, if you hear me, you can write down your question in, in the questions chat, and we'll go sure. to you. Oh! Oh! Whoa! Speak? We just heard you. Sound! <laughs> I'm alive! <laughs> okay, you can ask your question. Sound. Ask your question, then we'll jump over to Maddie. Um, Shintara, you can ask your question. Okay, sorry, I stayed down for a minute. Um, you're good. First off, hello, and I hope you're doing well. Yes, I am. I'm doing good. Hope you're doing good. Good. Um, my question is, what's your secret to not giving up on working on your series? Because I have one myself and, you know, um, I want to get it out there. And I like, would like some advice from someone who has a series that they're running currently. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a long process for sure. And you can definitely feel the, uh, the length of that while you're trying to develop your, your own thing. I mean, what the one thing I'll say is that, uh, Lion's Blaze, Final Space was kind of this weird, um, like weird lucky thing. I don't even like, I wish I would have known how to do that sooner because I would have done it sooner. Like I wouldn't have spent a decade, you know, doing live action and directing and comedy. And like, I would have been like, now let's do the animation. You know, I love animation. But I, yeah. I, I, did, I think it just hit at a time where everybody was kind of like really wanting a show like that, I guess, and on, on, you know, through because of what was out there, I don't even know. But I think with the the other show, Lines Plays, I can take I can say that I've had to wait so long on this thing. I, I'm talking the patience on this. And and even still, I'm still having to wait. So basically let me just walk through the process of what this was. So even with Lines Plays, it was done I finished that proof of concept when I was getting ready to pitch Final Space. So I had to sit on it for, you know, I don't even know how long, I, I think a year and a half before I even put it on YouTube. And there, the, the people were like, okay, we just don't want, you know, too much attention to come off Final Space and all this stuff. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You know, so I had to sit on it, watching it for a year and a half. Then when it went up, I had to wait another year and a half to get the rights back. So we're already three, we're already three years at this point. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and, and I was like, Oh man, I just want to do something with this is so bad. And then, so basically at that point, when I finally got the rights back, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, let me start. Let, let me, you know, contact Konico. Cause I had contact Konico back when I was getting ready to pitch final space three years ago said hey mm -hmm. would you guys want to you know produce this with me and they said yeah so i went back to them and said hey i'm getting ready to work on this thing do you guys want to do this they were like yeah yeah for sure like, we want to hop on it so thus began the next year of trying to get this through like cracks of of what i had to do so just to give you an example, like basically when Final Space Season 2 went out into the ether and it was on Adult Swim and then it went to TBS, um, we still hadn't heard about Season 3, you know, and we were like, OK, well, then I, this is a perfect time to work on Lines Place. And I remember when I went and uh, started meeting with the like, kind of showrunners, 
I always had in the back of my head, like, okay, I'm going to get David Sachs. You know, I'm just going to get him. Like I, I'll, I'll figure it out, you know, as I, go. um, and basically, uh, I met with like two guys and then I flowed the ideas. Like, hey guys, what, what if we just got the old team back together? Just mm-hmm. David Sachs, you, me, all of us. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So I kind I had talked to David and we were, we were still waiting on season three at this point. Um, and I think we were like getting towards the, the ending of the running and it was kind of different because one, we had gotten picked up before it even aired. So it was like, we should probably start looking for, for a new gig because they were kind of in the mix of merger and HBO max was buying stuff and moving show around and shows were getting dropped. And we're like, we didn't know what was going on. Um, so I spent the next, um, kind of like three or four months developing lines plays with David Sachs. Okay. And I get ready to pitch it. And then 4th of July hits. Okay. And basically some of the people can take the pitch. Other people's can. And so basically I had to wait another month right when I was at the getting ready to pitch this thing to had to wait another month. So I had to wait another month, get to the month. Then I got the stomach bug. Basically, I pitched the fox with like I look like a ghost. Like I was translucent. I was so sick. And basically, yeah. they they were the one person that passed on. And then I pitched everybody else. Okay. And then yeah. I had to wait another six months before this deal even closed. And then we finally wrote the script. We sent it to. Um, who's potentially going to, you know, make the thing and because mm-hmm. of coronavirus, they have yet to read the thing. So it's like, it's just a, such a slow process. If you get the thing to this point, it's slow, no matter which way you go. Okay. So the, the, the real thing is this: is how do you keep going when everything is working against you? And that's the thing is like the moment you give up, you're not going to get to that next part, that next phase. And everything will be thrown at you. Everything. Like, if, if it will go wrong, it will go wrong. That's what I learned with any kind of creative thing. And kind of looking forward where you're at right here. You're at, like, that phase phase one. Actually, I don't know how much materials you have and stuff, but... Um, that- I only have the character designs out, but yeah, I'd say it's uh, phase 0.1. 0.1, okay. Well, here's the thing. You're get you you have your drawing. That's great. You're staying creative. The next mm-hmm. phase, every phase that you kind of go to, you just gotta basically know that it's gonna be slow no matter what. Yep. So so why stress yourself out about the the length of it? Just kind of take that time to make it as best as you can and then worry about getting to that stage. But the first stage you need to do, come up with a story. Write write some stuff, come up with characters, create the, the ever-expanding story that you want to tell, mm-hmm. and then figure out the rest. Don't worry Thank about you. the rest, okay? That's but really it's good like, advice. Just make it smaller and focus mm-hmm. in on the goal in front of you. Because okay. if you look at if if you look at the birth of of like the the massive big picture of it, you're gonna get stressed yourself out to the point yeah. where like it's no point. Why am I working? It's like it it, it will never happen. And that's what I was, you know, with, with, you know, final space, you know, or even lion's place. It's like, you look at the the birth of it, but you can't give up because the moment yeah. you give up, 
and I didn't give up on lines. Was I should have? Everybody like I, I like I waited so I waited almost four years to try to get that thing to this point, and it's and I still know be a year of just kind of getting it developed even more and writing more scripts and getting it to the next stage. And then it maybe it'll eventually end up coming out. It's like, you got to think about all those like stages and it's too stressful. So all I'm thinking about right now is this. So I'm just like, okay, okay I got the, I got the script out works done. I'm going to wait for notes. I'm going to go to the next, the next phase, you know? So just keep it small. Don't overcomplicate it. And just think about the story. Think about the characters. That's the honest part. Oh, that's so fun. It is. You're in the fun stage. Just keep, yes. keep thinking about the fun stuff. <laughs> I will. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yes, it did. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Um, cool. Thank you. Um, next will be a written question um, from... <laughs> if you want to read one. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, it's a written question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just ask. Um, uh, someone asks, excluding the characters you voice, who's your favorite character in the show? Uh, that's a good one. I would probably have to say it's that's like a two prong thing. <laughs> I think the character that I probably love the most um might be little kato and i think the the voice actor that i love the most like fred armiston um but i love all the ones honestly like i think they're all really great i i do really love um tika as well she's so such a positive beam of light um but there's something about little kato being in in a world of of madness that is just kind of and he just is so brave you know i i really love that um i don't know probably little kato that is a valid answer yes <laughs> i approve um, i mean but- next up is maddie mads maddie if you could uh, let me see that would be fantastic Yes. yes, very much so. It's working. What's up? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There's some people in here. I can't find her. Or maybe we'll so so. Question is if I regretted doing something in the past two seasons. Oh, oh, the answer right away: the pissing scene, the queen scene, one hundred percent. Incredible. I mean, those scenes were like it. It's so hard to talk about like the the TV industry for what it is, but. When you have like the amount of notes we got season two was unreal. It was unreal. Everybody was giving us everybody. And the thing is like navigating, it's like navigating a minefield. Okay. But once you have 
the head of the network. I'm talking TNT, TBS, has this meeting with us, and he laughs really hard at the pissing joke. You have to put the pissing joke in, apparently. Put the pissing joke in. But I remember, I remember sitting in the in the office, like we're gonna have to. And and David after the meeting, he's like, "What do you think? You think it went good?" He's like, "Yeah, I think it went good." Let's put that joke in. And I'm like, "What are you talking? What? What? Why? We're gonna have to." It's he liked the joke. He's gonna be looking for that joke. And it's like, "Oh no, it's terrible." <laughs> and then. The, the Clarence Queen thing, that was literally one line to a backstory, backstory of something that was used for a show Bible that was never going to be used. It's like every all these characters have a backstory. OK, that's like you just write something for them. Is something that's never going to be used. It just helps the writers know where they've come from or understand the character trait that this guy sleaze ball. So you're like, OK. He's a sleaze ball. He would do that, so he would do this, you know. But apparently, they loved that so much that they were like, "Can we get an episode? An episode of this?" And I'm like, "Oh, yes. Like, I mean, I guess we can try to do that, but it's like I don't, I don't even know how we get to this point, you know." And for the life of me, I, I think those two were very frustrating in the in the in the in the process of making the show for sure. I, that's definitely what I I probably regret those two scenes the most. Um, because if I if let's say there were no notes, those scenes would make it into the show ever, you know, because it wasn't the show. But the if if it was. I don't know. I mean, and, and it's one of those things that it's like you got to weigh the the rewards and consequences. Okay, so you weigh the rewards of. I think that those two scenes possibly got final space a season three, <laughs> like, like as weird as it is, because More if you think because if you think about it, it it went on Adult Swim, and they just wanted more. Stuff like that, and it did well. It actually did well. Final Space season two did better than season one did. And season one, I mean, it had the serialized arc. It was it, it, nobody really knew what they were watching. But once it went to Netflix, it became this big thing overseas. But the the season two did really well on Adult Swim with like very little marketing at all. Like that's why they were like, "Oh crap, this this actually did pretty well." You know, like they were looking at the data and like we didn't sink any money into this 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 trailer got like almost two million views with no boosting you know they're they always boost their trailers to get things we didn't have anything you know like it was just all organic growth season two so if there's anything that i will say navigating that minefield i think it led it led us to potentially getting that that season three also <laughs> scared the life out of them by selling lines blaze. And so they thought they were going to essentially lose their entire team, I think. And so we were able to kind of do a one, two punch. So I think they, they picked it up instantly where they were like, okay, well we gotta, we gotta pick it up. We're going to lose these guys, you know? So it's like, it was kind of like a, 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 a very strategic 
move, but I think it, I think it paid off. And uh, I think they were always going to pick it up for season three, but they were just, they were just so busy, you know, with HBO max, like they were just kind of every, everybody was kind of like, you know, just that whole transition process. It was, it was nuts. A lot of people lost with Disney and Fox. Like it was a weird time for sure. Um, but yeah, I think those two scenes regret, but at the same time, I don't necessarily regret it because it's like, I had to do what I had to do to keep people's jobs, you know? So. Yeah. It's, it's been strange. The whole, uh, changing horizon of of television kind of moving away from you know cable and satellite and moving more just direct yeah. to like stuff like hbo max disney plus etc um streaming services yeah yeah i know <laughs> so i know a lot of a lot of networks are trying to figure out what their next five to ten years look like and i know that's it's really affecting showrunners trying to figure out <laughs> what they're gonna do yeah, with their shows. I mean, and the thing is we're kind of a show that's like that's kind of like has three different homes potentially. And so usually a show has this one home, but now it's like, because it final space works so well on multiple different platforms, it's kind of, that's kind of like a big asset to final space because it's, it's working on adult swim. It can work on HBO max. It can work on TBS, but a lot of their other shows aren't can't, doesn't have that capability. So in it, it's it's good for that regard, but I mean, it's also something where it's it's steadily growing. So that's that's good too. And so once you have a show that season two, they're going to give notes. And like David Sachs always says, it's it's show business. It's it's the show, but there's also the business side of it. And so that season two was a lot of navigating that. And and so stressful. That was the stress most stress I've ever been in my life was that season two. Um that was stressful for sure. But season three, oh man, it's been a joy. It's been a blast. Awesome. Yeah. Um I think Dan has his question ready. So Dan, you have the floor. Oh wait, it's my turn. <laughs> Hold up. Um so yeah. Um what kind of um since i'm now a also a storyboard designer and just a designer in general who just came out of fresh out of college i have my internships now what kind of tips um helped did you get started how did you get started as designer and as like an art a storyboard artist and such and do you have any tips for that well the thing is first off i'm not a storyboardist. you know i can i can draw and never went to school that, hey. but it's like i i'm that's like not my uh, my field, but the one thing I will say that what we look for on Final Space for borders and stuff is really think about shot placement. You know, like don't like we don't ever want to have just kind of like a sitcom shot where it's like everybody on like a three quarters or something like that. We're really trying to do go for dynamic shots, and it's like it kind of like there was always kind of like this like. Uh, storyboard thing where it's like if somebody's not doing anything they kind of like are just sitting in the background like doing weird poses and stuff like that just be thinking about your poses be thinking about like your shot selection be thinking about kind of like how to keep that energy alive in the in the the scene that you've been given and so it's like some some people with sitcom shows they want those you know very boring shots you know 
but we don't want that. Like when we do final space, like we try to, it's like, we, we want dynamic shots. We want shots that are going to take your breath away. And I think with a lot of, um, a kind of storyboarders, they don't really, um, some of them just have different styles, I think. And, and it's some of them go for that. Um, they don't really evolve. I think is the, is the, is the best thing. Just keep evolving, you know, keep picking up different styles of like, if you, if it's a sitcom show you're on, okay, f- master that. If it's another show, like an anime, do you get an anime master that? And so you're able to kind of do all of it. And I think that's the thing that kind of, uh, orders that come from different shows is they, they just get fixed on a specific style and they, and they aren't able to do the, another style. And so it's like, just keep, if you're able to do every style that you can do and keep dynamic and, and do sitcoms and stuff like that, you'll never be out of work. It's, it's I'm telling you, you, you will be the most sad after storyboarder if you can figure that out. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, next is a written question. Um, just trying to go from top to bottom. Um What's your favorite thing about Final Space? Ooh, Final Space. That show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's for me, it's, it's being able to lean so heavily into that dramatic and then at the same time still try to make people laugh. And I say try to make We try. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you get a pissing scene in there and <laughs> it uproots everything. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, I, it would, this show was always meant to kind of lean a little bit more dramatic and at the same time have that hinge of positivity. It was never to, to leak into that negativity. It was always meant to, when you watch it and you're done with it, you're like, if it was an emotional thing, you were like, oh my God, but wow, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, like I never wanted people to be like, God, I just hate my life, you know, <laughs> like, so even with the kind of, for example, the avocado death, you're like, you see him sitting there and you're like, you're really sad and emotional for that. And then in the next episode, you're like, wow, I just saw something really profound where somebody was comforting somebody to, to make it through that traumatic experience, you know? So there's always a, a hinge of positivity that we always try to put in every episode. I think that's, one of my favorite things about the show is that um, seeing it affect people is another really cool thing. And um, people try to better their lives because of a show is, is really profound as well. Like I, I remember I think the one, somebody like reconnected with their dad. I was like, that's so cool that they would, they would do that because of final space, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things I love about it, but I think, Ultimately, it's I think it's this that positivity that it's able to uh, leak through in every episode. Yeah. All right. That's uh, perfect. Um, Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next up is sorry. I have to uh, Melon. I want to say Elon Musk. (laughs) Um, Uh, Elon Musk, but with an M. Yes, I, I uh, So, how many people are working on season three, and do you think that 
more people would be better for the show. Um, are you talking about more people as far as the audience or the? Uh, no, there are more more people that are producing it. Uh, like, do you think it would be better for the show to have more of uh, people who are working? With okay. Yeah, I think it, it's we have a pretty small team. Um, I think it's like we have like each episode has four orders um two editors and an editor producers the writing staff which right now it's just me and david and writing but we have given ben bajilla jack our supervisor director to two scripts um i think the the design team it's it's pretty tight as well i mean i think what's if you get more people that's great but you need more money and that's the thing is like <laughs> we're still a pretty cheap show to make um and our budget that's just kind of used to the maximum but we kind of like the way that we structure our budget we could get more and stuff like that but then you lose the thing that no other show does which is after the animation comes back we do this after effects pass and so we we actually hire compers that that go through every shot and comp the show to make it look even more beautiful so it's like we would lose that element if we wanted to put more in borders or something like that. I mean, more people is always better. I think it's um, the reality is it just comes. You just need more money for it. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yep. Have a nice day. Yep. Yeah. I know that's, that's one thing. Uh, way back when I talked to, to Tobias uh, about, you know, working to produce the show is just, you know, trying to manage these uh, kind of great cinematic visions, uh, but also keeping the budget in check at the same time. Yeah, he has one of the hardest jobs because it's it's kind of holding together the the budget. And if we go over on something, it affects and it's like a trickle down effect. Yeah. So if we if we try to do a note that could derail, you know, the next episode we could lose something that we want to do in the next episode. So it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, a management thing where you got to be like, okay, I'm willing to do this to sack this. So it's, it's kind of like, that's just a part of TV and animation in general. Animation across the board doesn't have a lot of people working on it. They do, but compared to like live action shows, 3d animation. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even adult swim shows, it's even a smaller team than we have kids. It's, it's pretty crazy um for the budget that we have we, we have a pretty nice team but uh more people is always awesome uh chinese and dan do we have another written question um we do um my bad um uh someone asks um Oh, this was already asked. Sorry. Um, I'm just trying to get to. Um, what was? What is your overall favorite episode so far? Favorite episode so far. I mean, I still love you know the other side. That's still one of my favorites. Um, it just it was it was one of those episodes that funny enough that episode is actually supposed to be about uh gary gary was supposed to get stuck on the other side and then 
I was like, no, 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 we got to make it about. And we switched it. And uh, I don't know. I really like that episode. It's 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 what always sticks out in my my mind. And it and it ends on that positive note as well. But, uh, you feel good leaving it. You know, I think the the other one that probably I, I really like. Is, um, I love I love both of the finales, but I really like season one finale. Yeah. Um, just because it, it got really close to what I <laughs> like, that was as close as I was going to get. Um, it's pretty nuts what we did on the budget for that, for that episode. But that's, that's one of my favorites for sure. Cool. Um, next in our queue, I think it's shadow banking one Oh one shadow banking one Oh one. Y'all hear me? Is everything yeah. good? You're good. I can hear you. All right. All right, cool. So the question I, I wanted to ask is more like lore based. Is Little Cotto like his actual name, or is it like more like a nickname or something? I don't know, man. You're just gonna have to watch three. Watch these <laughs> three. Oh my god! That's all I can say. That's all I can say. All right, cool. Uh, thank you, Shadow Banking. Um. Let's see, do we have another written question? I'm just um, skipping around to the questions channel at this point. Yeah, it's a, um, it got a little jumbled because people started putting other stuff in there. <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, where did the idea of the time swappers come from? Is there more that you could tell us about them? Yeah, I mean, I think the it was so funny. This was another episode that uh, had a lot of notes. <laughs> of course it did. Um, so originally, that script and, and kind of what I want to do is that the person that sends them back was the time worm. The time worm was like this aging time worm that had met Gary before and, you know, basically at a different time that we were doing in another season or something. And they didn't like the fact that it was, we had never seen before and they wanted a more logical to go back in time. So they came up with, uh, I guess the time swappers or whatever, essentially, essentially, basically they wanted like an authoritative person. Okay. But I was very adamant about, if we if we decide to do anything with time, there has to be a consequence for it. So, the swap is, is something that I, I put my foot down, and I was like, "We're look if we if we do this, I don't want everybody to say, why can't you bring this guy, this person back?" And it's like there has to be a consequence. So, the swapping came from the consequence, but authoritative. Um, group essentially came from you know just the notes and having to uh address those but i guess is like i guess rick and morty had done something like that and i don't think we ever once thought about that i think it was just something where it's like what do you think of with time somebody that you know guards it you know like and essentially it just came through that 
there's, there's so many things. I just watched, you know, it's like John Claude Van Damme. What a stupid movie, but <laughs> they were just cops that started space or like time. Like, I don't even know what it was, but it's like, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. It's, it's not an original idea, but I, the idea that I originally had, I think cool. Um, it was just one of those ones that just kept getting changed. Cool. All right. Funny enough, another thing at the end of that episode, you were actually supposed to be, you know, maybe when he gets, uh, it was like, I think there was like, I can't remember the ending. There was a different end to that episode where basically he gets, gets lifted out of the Lord commander thing. And you see time, like he wasn't supposed to be a character throughout the thing. He was just supposed to be this idiot that essentially his job is to swap with people through time. And that basically nightfall from season one, because we didn't see, if you think about season one, you don't see nightfall. What has she been doing? Nightfall from season one was supposed to be there. She's the person that Gary and they just, they thought it was too confusing. <laughs> it was, and it was, it was pretty confusing, but that would have been cool. All right, perfect. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. Let's do um, a, another person in our queue. Uh, Tiny, who do we have next? Uh, next up is Marvel Man two one six. We got these uh, these V three French Fantrexians in here for the next season of the podcast. Yeah, three one six. My bad. What do you got, Marvel Man? You can unmute. Um. Uh oh. <laughs> Hello. He's back. <laughs> oh, he's back. And he left. <laughs> All right, let's, um, we'll get back to him. Bam. Um. Bam. Yes. Bam! Exclamation Next point. One. Bam! Exclamation point. <laughs> I see him in here. I don't know if you can unmute. The... I mean, he's talking in chat. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> so Marvel Man's back. Now? Uh, oh, wait, I'm off mute now. Okay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we'll come back Hi, to Owen. in a second. Hey, what's up? <laughs> How are you today? Doing good, doing good. All right. So, my question is, can you say trans rights in Tribor's voice? <laughs> <laughs> trans rights. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Iconic. All right, cool. We're uh, we'll circle back to Bam. That was Bam. Uh, that was. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Back in here. Uh oh. Thank you, Bam. <laughs> Marvel Man. Yeah. All right. You can ask your question now. Okay. Well, sure. The chat disappeared for a second. Yeah, right. yeah. You're good. All right. Um, That's all. It's magic. So, how did you get? Inspiration for Tribor. 
I've always wondered how he was created because he's such an interesting character. Yeah, it it was kind of an interesting uh, development too because it was basically the writers in the writers' room, season one, and uh, David Sachs. They really loved this idea of a sidekick, Quinn, and. I was like, I hated it. I hated the idea of a sidekick for Quinn. And at one point he was supposed to be like made up completely like translucent water, you know, like he wasn't even supposed to be like an alien. I was like, that is so dumb. Like make him an actual alien, you know? And finally we see all this design of, of, of Tribor with the six eyes and a little, I don't know, ant on his head. And, uh, we saw like a skinny version of him. We, uh, a version of him and we love the idea of just having a, a different shaped character that you know wore with class you know so we picked uh that for tribor and then in the writing of it it was something where i i started playing around with the idea that he would ask a question but answer it himself and then i was kind of like i i remember showing it to david and being like imagine a character like this and i and i did the voice and he was like, oh, that's really funny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if you want to, uh, I think that we could do that, you know? And apparently just when we did the table read for this character, um, he made me do the the voice for it. And people just ate this character up. Like they were laughing so hard at it. And uh, I couldn't stop laughing every time I did the voice. Like it's one of those voices that just cracked me up. And so basically he kind of came from this idea of having a sidekick, but then he started to kind of morph into something more, you know, like he kind of kept coming back in a weird way. He came at the end of season one and he was this resistance leader and it was a, such a funny turn. But then I remember in season two, um, when he kept evolving, we kept evolving Tribor. Tribor's, in a gradual evolution of this character. Um, I think that we, we were trying to like, at one point the, the writers wanted to keep him on the ship as part of the crew. And I was like, he can't do that with this character. He's on, he, he's got to do his own thing. Like, he's got to go star resistance or something like that. In the moment we did that, like he was just, it just worked for that character in particular. He's, he's been a, a lot of fun. He's always the funnest character for it. in, in my opinion, because you can do whatever you want with that character. And as long as it's, he's, you know, it's like, it's, you can just do anything. And he just, he always has an attitude and he does it and actually capable, you know, it's like, he, he's just kind of like, he just takes all the stereotypes, kind of turns it on his, like, he's just kind of a, a, a badass that just kind of runs resistant and he's just building an army, but like what for, you know, um, this is a really cool character and the evolution of that character started from somebody that was supposed to be just be a sidekick, somebody that's now running a resistance. And then even in the next season, he just has a really fun arc um, for sure. It's, it's funny. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up in the queue is OBH 0875. Maybe they're not in the voice. They're not in the voice chat. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, if they pop back in, we'll circle around. Um, go to etc. 
Yeah. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, I hope you're having a good time. Oh yeah, I am. Okay, here goes my question. Uh, how many years since first idea until today took you the process of creating Final Space? Ooh, so like the entire, like until now, until when I first started thinking about it? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, probably, I did the first Gary Space back in 2011. So technically a good, uh, what is that? Nine years, <laughs> nine years from, uh, from the, the inception of that idea of, of Gary and Mooncake to another six or five years of, of doing the proof of concept and then another year or so to, from the show. And then it's been about four years on the show. So, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's been and a I while. Think, <laughs> and I think it answers my question. Thank you very much. And yeah. it was so nice to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Uh, um, next <laughs> Next <laughs> up is Islet's Iris. Um, if you could unmute. Oh, wait, no, I think I have you server muted. My bad. Uh, Tiny's. What? <laughs> wait, hold up. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi. Could I? Is my uh, voice working? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, hi, Olin. Hey, what's up? Hi. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Oh! Uh, and thanks for listening to my Twitter chunk. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> is there... Uh, my question is, uh, theory-wise specifically, I know you can't say exactly what, but like, is there anything like that you thought would be glaringly obvious to everyone that you're surprised no one's really picked up on yet? Oh. Um, let me think about this one. Maybe there was something, but uh, but I don't think so. I think we've been very studious of, of everything that we've, we've thrown at it. You've actually picked up stuff that, you know... We didn't even mean for you to pick up on, but you picked up on it. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there is anything. I think everything is out there for the most part. Um, so we'll be surprised going forward. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you've picked up on everything. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Very nice. And then next up is H-T-E Basil? Basil? I don't know. H-E-B-A-Z-I-L-E. Elizabeth backwards. I thought it was cool. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just realized that. Yeah, no. You bamboozled. <laughs> All bamboozled. Um, hi. I, hey, yeah. oh. So, um, I guess my question, I, it kind of was already like, oh. I was going to say tribord stuff, but um, I guess what was your oh. favorite character to develop, like uh, from like concept to design or like um development stuff other than tribor which you already mentioned like how did you uh, develop it yeah which one was your I, favorite i guess 
I think my favorite um, is because it usually involves the ship is Hugh. It's always been a lot of fun to because uh, you get to de- design the ship for him. And then season two, you got, you know, the crimson light and then we got to do his body. Um, and so there's it's he's always kind of a fun character to to design for because uh, it usually comes with a ship. Um, but I would probably say besides that. Um, probably definitely Lord Commander because we got to kind of like deteriorate him over time and you just kind of saw like him just get grosser and grosser. So there was actually like an, an evolution to that character's designs. Um, so he was a lot of fun to do as well. Thank you, Elizabeth. Backwards. I love that. I love none of us caught that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up. Uh, OVH is, is in the VC now. Awesome. I think. Oh, they left. Never oh, mind. okay. That's fine. We'll circle back around again. Uh, um, Mooncake <laughs> is next. Are they? Yes. Mooncake. You, don't need it. you there, buddy? Um, okay. He's on, un- he's not, he's unmuted, but he's not talking. So we'll come back. Uh, I'll get back to you. Ness Blue is up. You can unmute. It's not red, it's blue. I got my voice back. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll get back to the um, comet. Hi, did someone say my name? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. My, my British it. sister. I made it. My British sister. <laughs> Sorry, I was just really worried. I wouldn't get to ask my question. It's it's an honor to be here. Oh my god! Thank you so much. It was an honor to meet you. What do you got? Yes. Uh, my question is. In relation to that, you mentioned that the network kind of made you cut out some stuff and add in, well, the infamous pitching and other <laughs> things. I was just wondering, what's your favorite scene that uh, they made you move, if any, and if you were planning on reintroducing some of that content in? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think I wasn't ever usually it gets to that phase it's all in scripting so we didn't ever get to see any of these scenes play out but i remember one specifically which was uh it was supposed to be the second episode and that episode was supposed to be completely different there was i know there's a script out there um that's the completely different version of it and it was going to be um that they got that little Kato Gary kind of got picked up essentially onto this. Um, I don't even know what sh- kind of ship it was, but essentially it was like kind of we're supposed to ultimately like battle each other. And so little Kato got like uh, juiced up to basically like grow in size. And so he kind of became an adult, but still 14 years old. Um, and then they just kind of battle it out like a very kind of Ender's game kind of thing and Gary was like in rage mode and then like it was kind of like gonna be like a really cool um thing where it was like little Kato and Hugh um don't know where they're at and then you find out that Gary is, is on the other side that they gotta fight him 
Um, for some odd reason, I really liked that um, because it, you got a really intense tone um, as opposed to like the, the Todd Watt stuff, which went in a completely another direction. I don't I don't mind the the dancing of it all because I, I thought the animation just looked so good on it. Um, but Todd, <laughs> like I was just we spent so much on Todd. Um, what an interesting character for sure. And did such a great job. But, uh, probably it's just I think that the stuff that I wish would have seen light or had all got cut on the scripting. Um, I really wanted to do I really wanted to break up the space race in the two episodes and uh had this awesome sequence uh got cut just because of time it was like you see all you saw each of the it's the ships like i introduced each of them they all had a backstory and they you see them walking in slow motion with like the cool lights around them and you got like a little bit of their backstory but we just didn't have any time to do it and they just wanted us to kind of the episode so there's like there's a lot of stuff like that where it's like You know the stuff that you really want get cut. So, yeah, that's it's it's such an interesting thing with season two because a lot of that's um, got cut just because of time, but also just because of notes. So many different creations of scripts and stuff like that. But, uh, we did our best with that. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I can I can tell that even though. Not everything you wanted made it through. There was still a lot of heart in what was there, and it's, it's amazing. So thank you so much for sharing the world of Final Space. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, watching it and for the kind work. Thank you so much. Thank you, Comet. Uh, all right. Next is... Thank you. Um, next is OBH. Um, you can unmute. Uh, OBH OA75. We will get back to you. Um, next is Moon <laughs> Are you ready? Still, still no voice, I think. Okay. Um, then next up is Ness Blue. <laughs> We're just going down the line. Yes, okay. no, I hear that. No, I hear is that. it working now? Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Right. Um, so someone took my question. Instead, I am going to ask another question. It is, don't worry, it's nothing to do with V3, Dave. Um, episode two, season two, The Happy Place, one of yeah. my yeah. favorites. What inspired you to do that? Like Gary's Happy Place itself. Yeah. It's just outrageous. <laughs> I think it was like, it was it, like that, it, came, that from came from a note from the network, network. that wanted to uh, have more fun with that episode and just in Gary's happy place in general. It was actually kind of darker um, at one point. It was kind of like you're going to see his like fractured mind, but uh, ultimately what ended up coming out of it was uh, I was like, okay, well, if they want something funner, give it to me. So I wrote the happy place kind of Zen bar nine kind of vibe to it. And I just, I just, I, I don't know. There's something about it that, that always makes me laugh with the cookie wife and kids and stuff like that. And, um, 
that was a lot of fun the right in the context of the episode um but yeah it's ultimately it came from a note from the network so they just wanted something fun And that's how it happened. Is is that gonna come out? Sorry. Do what? Do what? Is the soundtrack gonna come out for it? Oh, for the oh, for that, for uh, that. Uh, yeah. season two. I don't know. If season I don't know. Season two. two. I don't know if they've, worked, know if they've on worked, it, worked on it. But I know season I know one. Season one. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, thank you. Nick. Thank you cool. for talking thank to you. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. See you later. All right. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. OVH. Are you good now? They're having trouble. They were having trouble with um, muting their mic, unmuting. Right now, we only have three more people, but we keep going back to OVH and Mooncake. So I'm I gonna let them. Yeah, we have one more after the the uh, yeah. Alex um, BR. Yeah, Alex, do you want to unmute and ask your question? Oh boy. <laughs> Wonders of Discord. Okay, so um do this because the only three we have left and do not seem to get the microphone working. If else, would you like to type out your question? So you can actually make sure that you can have your question answered. Um, because if so, just type it out in the question section of the voice channels chat. What do you get? Oh, in chat. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I see Alex typing. Hold on. Okay. I think. Uh, oh, I have a question, actually. Um, the I'm in a group chat um, full of a lot of people. Um, it's we call it the, <laughs> we call it <laughs> we call it the Garas Council. Uh, uh, we actually uh, all collectively came up with a question to ask, and they were asking. Um, uh, um, they asked if so back in season one there was a little contest to have um, uh, someone's Ventrexian come up in the background and they were wondering if you were planning on doing something like that again in the future oh yeah man I've gotten in so much trouble <laughs> for trying to do that um, I was like I really wanted to do it and um we got really close. And the the thing is, like, the, the one that I really liked was the, uh, uh, what was his name? It was so funny. Um, he was like a scout. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. It was like a Ventrexian. He was a scout of something. Cinnamon? I think it was Cinnamon. And the gen- it turned into the general in the Arachnitex episode that, like, flirts with Clarence because we couldn't technically do the same design because we would get in trouble legally or something like that. So I would love to do something like that. I think if, if, if 
do do something like that, it would probably have to go the way we did it with Josh um, when he won that contest. Essentially, that you give some advice on a character, and then we would design. You see what I mean? So I think that could be done for sure. But I think the the other way. I know that we're trying to do. Oh man, we were going to do a lot of cool ideas for it, like with like fan art this year. And uh, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because it could still happen, but um, we are still working on like a lot of ideas for sure. So uh, OBH actually put their question in questions. So um, I'll read that out real quick. Uh, was Final Space meant to inspire the audience to never give up? Again? Uh, was Final Space... Uh, meant to inspire the audience to never give up yeah i mean i think it's it's uh it's that and i think it's it's just meant to kind of just like really i always talk about the positivity but it's like it's it's always meant to kind of um look on the positive side of things but to you know to definitely never give up i mean that's that's uh you look at everything that they've done you know with with season one, them trying to close the breach against all odds. And then, you know, Gary never giving up and trying to save Quinn and then they're not going to give up and trying to leave final space. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely a good way to, to look at it for sure. I mean, I think it's as long as everybody that watched the, that watches the show kind of leaves, you know, happier than I think the, the show did its, its job. And I think that's, that's what it's meant to do is it's, it's just meant to, you're meant to watch a, a crazy adventure and at the end of it, you know, it ends in a place where you're like, Oh man, that was a lot of fun. You know, I'm going to go do something, you know, or I'm going to go hang out with friends or something like that. I don't want people to kind of delve into the pits of despair. You know, like I think that's, there's a lot of sad stuff that happens on the show, but there's always going to be a way for the positive to come through. So I think that if, if the, the never give up, I think is great. That's a great way to look sure yeah and uh yeah i think that's a, a perfect way to kind of wrap this up and uh just cool. thank thank you so much for uh for hopping in and joining us today yeah absolutely yeah thanks for uh thanks for doing it i'll do it again so for sure absolutely. <laughs> and that is going to do it for us thank you so much to olin rogers for joining us today uh thank you to my mods tinies and dan for all their help uh, and everything that they do on the server if you don't know what the Into Final Space Discord server is, it's a little server we have going that we do these kinds of things on uh, kind of spontaneously and random. Uh, and I'm hoping we get a few more window games and that kind of stuff too. And you just get to interact with Fantrix. And uh, as always, join the Into Final Space Discord server uh, as well as the official Final Space server. So also, we are getting ready to launch Into Final Space V3 with some awesome Fantrixians as well as crew going over each episode. I want to apologize today for all the cutouts, the beeps and boops of Discord, and uh, you know everything just kind of distracted from the episode. Of course, that's the kind of things you get when you go live. Um, as always, follow me at Into Final Space on Instagram and Twitter, and follow me, uh, the host, at Gabriel W. Jones on Instagram and Twitter. That's going to do it for us, and we'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys. <laughs>